Welcome to the home to the Dominion Mana Moments Podcast. A broadcast designed to empower you to live a maximum life. Here is your host, Apostle Grace. Shalom, shalom. Thank you for listening to Dominion Mana Moment this week edition. You see, the earth is established by the voice of God. There is a dominion force in your voice that either create the heavens design for your life or to reverse the activation of the creative force that God designed to, to operate through man. Other words, let me say it. It'll reverse it to a place that it will echo that will create the curse dimension. You see, just like one will declare they are broken. And, and it begins the process of attracting poverty visitations and manifestation. You see, the power of life Shifting results begin with what you are saying and grasping by faith. You see, faith comes from hearing and repeatedly hearing, and so do fear. If a man hears it long enough, their fear expectancy will become a present-day reality. You see, Jesus tells us in Matthew's the 11th chapter, verse 23 and 24, he says it so simply, and I want, I want to share with you from the Passion Bible, and I want you to grab hold of this. It says, listen to the truth I speak to you. If someone say to this mountain, with great faith, having no doubt, mountain be lifted up and thrown in the midst of the sea, and believe that what he says would happen, it will be done. This is the reason I urge you to boldly believe for whatever you ask for in prayer. Believe that you have received it and it will be yours. So that disqualified the sweating and doubting and, and all of this disbelief. You see, the days of assuming that your life journey and receiving in is in the hand of another. Is over. You are the architect of your life and you must become the steward of your words and words that you welcome in your life as a reality. It is not what people say about you, more so what you believe is yours. In other words, you believe it, that you have that. You believe that this is the only reality you have, and then you'll be sweating. And then you walk into those things that you wonder why the things have shifted. Are you rehearsing what others have said? Are you taking hold of what God said? Are you grasping it until it brings the life of God? You know, in Matthew 15, chapter um, verse 25, it talks about that this Canaanite woman, she asked the Lord to help her. And, and Jesus responded this. 
It's not right for a man to have bre- to take bread from his children and throw it to the dogs. You know, she, this this woman, a kingdom woman, she could have got into place. I know he ain't called me no dog. Are you for real? But she had made a positive decision that she would reply. She said even the, the puppies get to eat the crumbs that fall off the, the prince's table. And Jesus said, your faith is strong. What you desire will be done for you. And at that moment, her daughter was instantly free of, from that demonic stronghold. You see, this Canaanite woman was a dominion builder and expecting servant. If she wasn't, she wouldn't have had said a word. She would allow the operation of offense come, like some of us do. Instead of taking a positive step, knowing your identity in Christ, knowing that you have a covenant God, he's able and he's ready to, to download, upload, and to do the amazing things that he has declared. You see, your life is in the present state based on words that you permitted or words that you did not allow or accept as your reality, the reality you desire. You see, the powerful truth, or to say it like this, the powerful future that God ordained for your life is from your commitment of residing in the Zoe dimension and including rehearsing the words of our loving Father declared over you before the foundation of the world. Before your mama, your daddy decide to have a baby. You see, God has entrusted you to be an effective temple builder and stewards of the dominion supply that he has given authority to reign and rule. You see, Jabez has some bad templates or perhaps models of his, in his DNA. He wasn't going to recycle what generations experienced in their day. He didn't sit back focusing on luck. He executed authority, sought God for a divine reversal that it began with him open his mouth. He didn't start it out and say, look here, God, look at this happening with them. No, he made a quality decision and he said, oh, that you will bless me indeed, enlarge my territory and that your hand will be with me and that you will keep me from evil that I may not cause pain. So God granted him as he requested. Your mouth is a weapon of power. It has created force that unleash divine supply supernaturally. You have the power to shut out the voice that, that release and create influencing initiatives that will sort you from God's purpose, that will cause you put a blockage so you won't experience the amazing life that heaven designed just for you. Just for you. Just for you. You can look around and you'll say, wow, Lord. Or you could sit 
around and say pity on me. You see, Paul tells us in Romans, the fourth chapter, verse 17, he tells us that call into being the things that do not exist. And he began to say beyond all odds which look hopeless. Abraham, your patriarch, believe the, the, the promises and expect God to fulfill it. He took God in his word. He didn't look at circumstances and conditions. He tapped into the possibilities of God. You see, God never will your life to be it, it live in the sphere of, of normal living. But however, he designed your life to be a reflection of the dominion life that is framed and dominated by the word of God. And that recreate, redesign and bring renewed results that shout the reigning power and grace of God. You see, the first words. God spoken to man. It was the blessing. And there was, there had been a voice of the stranger convincing the pioneers before us that the blessing is not your portion. And entice many, you're not alone, to speak the language of a curse versus the language of a blessing. Faith-filled words relieve Robach's manifestation. But if I say it and still don't believe it, it's not going to show up. I have to attach my faith to it, and so my faith will pull it in from the cosmos of heaven. Jesus tells us in Matthews, 36, he tells us that every idle word that men shall speak, they shall give an account thereof of a day of judgment. For by your words that you shall be justified, and by your words you shall be condemned. So every idle word simply means unproductive. There are words that you speak, but you don't believe it. For example, you might say, I am dying to see my child. You really don't mean you're dying, but you're saying it anyway to emphasize the importance of the relationship, the importance of wanting to see them. You see, every time you say things that you don't really mean, it begins to numb your heart. Unconsciously, every idle word is, is making its just as little big harder for you to believe that you say, what you say would actually come to pass and what you mean it, and it is, it really counts. Every, Jesus certainly understood the power of words. He used them to change the natural things. Around him. In Mark the 11th chapter. He saw the fig tree. Afar off. Having leaves. He came to it and perhaps. He might find something there. And when he came to it. He found nothing but leaves. 
But yet it was the season of the figs to be produced. And Jesus said, no man eat fruit of this tree thereafter forever. And, you know, the disciples was with him. And, and they heard it. And, and just like folks here use decreeing by faith. They heard it and, and, and they saw the tree dried up the next morning from the root. And Peter calling to remembrance and what he had said. He said, Master, behold, the fig tree which you have cursed is wither away. See, the, the, you, we can hear the echoes of Peter's voice when he said, the fig tree you curse is wither away. You see, it was a surprise to Peter. It was disbelief operating with Peter. And Jesus, he understood. And he probably told Peter something like this. Peter, what's wrong with you? What, what is wrong with you? Do you not understand the power that is in your voice? And so it shouldn't shock us when it comes to pass of what we have said. It shouldn't have shocked Peter. To see the tree had withered. You see, having faith in God, we understand what we say, it shall come to pass. It shall come to pass. It shall manifest what God said. It shall operate. It shall release what heaven had announced it and intended. Your words can affect the natural as well as the spiritual world. Jesus used the words saying and said three times in one verse. He's making it clear that the words have power. He also says that, that having faith in God. You see, the words... That, that have power are words that is filled with faith. It's important that we understand that faith, they are filled with, with not with human faith. Ain't got nothing to do with that. It's got to do with that I believe. In my faith, it's attached and it's a representative of the God kind of faith. Paul says in, in Galatians 2.20, he says that I'm crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live, but yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. And that life which I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Now, please get this. You can't even be born again by your own faith. Even though some people say, oh, I got born again by my faith. Praise God. You can't be born again by your own faith. Romans 10, 17 tells us, faith come by hearing the word of God. 1 Peter 2, 1, 2, 23 tells us, 
you are born again by the word of God. So if you can't even believe for salvation with human faith, let me ask you this. How could you possibly use it for other things like healing and prosperity? It's super important that you understand this. If you don't know this, you will always be looking to others to pray for you. You will always think that they have more faith than you do because of that. You see, God will, will act on your behalf when you pray. You know, some people just, they... They want to ride the boat, but they don't want to get on the boat. And so faith comes by hearing the word of God. I've got to hear the word of God. i got to believe in the word of God. i got to value the voice of Jesus. You see, Paul tells us in, in Romans the 12th chapter, verse 3, he said, through the grace that is given unto me and to every man that is among us, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think soberly according to, as God has dealt with every man, a measure of faith, a measure of faith. You see, you have a measure of faith. No born again believer has more faith than another because we started out at the same level. But however, that if we building upon it and building upon it, and it will be great faith, it'll be more faith, it'll be absolutely just bombarding the heaven type of faith, getting answers that others said it couldn't be done. Hebrews 11.1 1 says, Now faith is the substance of things hopeful and the evidence of things not seen. We always remember that. But verse 3 is very important. It says, through faith, we understand that the world was framed by the word of God. And so things that are seen were not made of the things that which do appear. So this scripture is not symbolic. God actually created everything with words. He spoke creation into existence and the substance of his faith manifests into what we now see. The word of God was unlimited. Let me say it has unlimited power. Every word is like a capsule filled with faith. Waiting for a dominion believer to release it in our heart and speak it out of our mouth. So what are you speaking? What are you giving God to work with? What are you speaking? And what do you believe as you speak it? Are you just speaking and say, I spoke it, yeah, I did this. And not expect nothing. You see, one of the reasons that every one of us is, isn't dead from our idle words we have spoken is because we haven't believed every word with our hearts. And thank God that our words have to be mixed with faith and that we have to believe them from our heart. If we believe we are going to be sick, 
If we believe we're going to be poor. If we believe that uh, when confess, we confess it out of our mouth, we will get what we believe. We will become those stewards of our words. On other hands, what happens when we take faithful words of God and plant them in our heart where that they are rooted and growing? Everything changed. No longer we're just saying, I believe that I'm healed. Or I believe that I'm prosperous. But we believe it and the faith of God is then released through those words. And those words become a creative force that comes to visit with dominion realities, unstoppable, undeniable. Proverbs, the 18th chapter, verse 21 tells us, death and life are in the power of the tongue and that they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. It is not only saying life, but death as well. It's sad to say, but most of the words being communicated today are negative words. Words that do not bring about abundance life, but cause more problems. You can halt the advancement in your dominion field, and you can begin that today. How thirsty are you? How hungry are you? How determined you're going to live the life that God will with and that you're going to be? That echo that will bring forth or release the God-activated voice or decrees that shift everything and become that steward of your words. And announce day by day, faith feel decrease. The devil comes and tell you and influence you that you're sick, influence you that you're broke, influence you that you'll never get ahead. You'll never get the maximize of the results. You'll never experience the abundant life in every way. You can counteract that with the word of God. What did God say about that matter? What is your identity in Christ? You see, in Genesis, we, we find in the beginning that he put a garment of ruling and reigning over all the earth. But it's our job. It's like if I give you a key to my home. You can have that key. But if you never use the key, it ain't going to do you no good. So what in your life that God has given you access, the dominion over, and you've been speaking the wrong thing. You've been saying some jacked up stuff, and then you pray, oh, God, help me. But you keep saying the same thing. What I say will determine what come to pass. What I attach my faith to will determine what come to pass. So what? What's holding you back? What is causing you not to experience the glorious 
covenant-driven lifestyle that Jesus came to give you. Is it that you're looking at Lodabas through the microscope as you are decreeing what you desire? If you're looking at Lodabas, there are mentalities, there are, there are principles, there are practices, there are precepts will try to influence you to believe that this is the ultimate in Lodabas. But however, if you come and make a quality decision and say, Lord Abbas, you don't live here. You can't have this. This land has been sealed in the blood. This is holy ground. And I'm going to live the abundant life that Jesus came to give me. Nothing missing, nothing broken, nothing delayed. In every sphere, spiritually, mentally, physically, and materially. I'm determined that I'm taking back everything the devil stole. In my years, from this day forward, will be a reflection of the grace of God and the love and determination. That the dominion voice of God is functioning, is operating, is activating from the inside out of my garden of life. Hallelujah. Take hold of what God will for. Let's go deeper, let's go wider, and let's go higher. And fulfill what God will for us to do every day in every way. And get maximized results. Expect it. You expect nothing, you get nothing. Be determined. You're going to model a Christ-central servant that perfect day by day and the grace of God is moving and ushering such a release of heaven that we go from glory to glory. You are loved. You are highly favored of God. And live a maximized life. Shalom, shalom. Now, if these broadcasts in any way has been a blessing to you, we invite you to partnership with us. And you can find out more about that. Just, just send us an email. Just say, Apostle Grace, we want to partnership with you. And so that you can take this gospel message to a greater dimension of the globes, of the nations. Let's partner with a pure heart, with expectancy. You see, every soul that we reach Every life that is changed through this ministry will go in your heavenly account. So send us an email at the, cult, the word culture at iCloud.com. The word culture at iCloud.com. Love you. Let us hear from you. Let us hear your testimonies. We endeavor to maximize what he has given us to maximize. Other words, we go from level to level. We go from dimension to dimension. We go from remnant to remnant until the whole globe is filled with his glory. Love you all. Be blessed. 
and let this day count for the kingdom of God. Shalom, shalom.